The Will Kane Show podcast is presented by Eno, the Capital One Assistant. What's in your wallet? Woj with us very shortly. We'll ask him a little bit more because we didn't go as in-depth on that one with Anthony Davis. Did a piece on him. Teams lining up to try to find him. Would Davis ever force his way out? And he would be. If his, if he's healthy, seriously, I think he'd be the best player in the NBA. Wow. Wow. Yeah. KD? It's not, it's not right now. Durant, you'd still... He'll take over, but Durant's played with better talent. I guess I'm doing kind of the the three year from now thing. I would feel like Davis at that point would be the best player in the NBA. But then again, you're not going to get that. You're not going to get those kind of accolades unless you're winning. I mean, even LeBron's worst point, he's just losing in the finals, <laughs> right? Man, though, you jumped a lot of dudes there. You, I'm not saying you jumped a lot of dudes, but there's a lot of names that are going to bang around in people's minds, like Giannis. I mean, they're going to forget KD, even LeBron three years from now. Three years from now, I think at this point, I would I would imagine LeBron at thirty six going into thirty seven. Ah, come on, man. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe you know, who knows with him? I mean, with what LeBron's doing this year. Will Kane today, the Rosillo Show on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, comparing rates to help you save. Now that's Progressive. Call or click today and find out how much Progressive can save you. I don't want to do the exact same opening segment again um, because I just I don't want to, and I don't know that I could capture or repeat everything I did in the way that I did it. But for those that may have missed the announcement, Friday is going to be my last show at ESPN Radio. I'm under contract through the summer. Uh, I'm talking about this very openly so that everybody understands and there's no misunderstanding about any of this. And everybody's been really cool. Management has been awesome. And I think I've been respectful in the whole process. We were going to do it Monday. We decided to do it today. And it's pretty simple. Uh, as much as I love being here and I don't really want to leave, it's been, it will be 12 years in February and I'm just going to move out uh, to the West Coast and I'm going to do a podcast do once a week and I've been grinding in the spot for about eight and a half years uh, on radio and 12 with the company as I said but I just I want to try something different they made an offer I turned it down I totally understand their position on the offer uh, it was not some massive pay cut or anything like that it was the same exact money that I'm making now which is good and I, I understand where they're coming from we were trying to talk it out um, but it just felt like time and at 42 years old I've probably subconsciously set myself up to do this and I just want to try something different. So uh, there's a much longer, more detailed version of all of that, but it's just very important for me. And I think ESPN wants to know too. Like, you know, for those that are going to ESPN, like, look, they they want to keep me around. I I did want to stay, but we just couldn't we couldn't work it out, and that's okay too. And who knows? I mean, who knows? The podcast is going to be great. I'm really pumped up about it. But that means Will three to six starting January second. And trust me, if you only think you know Will from first take or sit with me, he's as talented as anybody I've sat with here. So I'm pumped for him. Thanks, man. So can we address a few things? Does this have anything to do with the rumors that you're going into crawfish farming in Louisiana? It sounds a bit like crawfish is more lucrative than I thought from our guy Pee Wee. Robichaux. Robichaux. Um, Saruti, I think, wants to jump in here right now. I just wanted to make sure you got his name right. Yeah. The biggest crawfish distributor in the South. Big deal. Billionaire called in the show. 3.2 billion, ago. in fact. Yeah, yeah. 3.2 billion. Portugal, huge, huge. It took him a while to come up with Portugal, but that's a busy billionaire. But so. clearly, if there's a guy pulling down 3.2 billion in crawfish market, there's room for competition. And so I just love There's the fact, a rumor yeah. out there that that's what you're about to do. That is not what I'm going to do. What about the one that you hit it big in Bitcoin a week ago and sold out? <laughs> it looks like, depending on which Bitcoin you're in, that... You know, imagine if I just said, okay, I'm going to just dump it all in Bitcoin and then I got hit with a flash sale 
And then I went up to the offices and said, hey, can I actually stay? Because <laughs> I lost all of my money in Bitcoin. Uh, today, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, like if I got in at the beginning of the week, I would probably have to go back up and say, is that extension still good? <laughs> is that offer still good? Because I was, I was not diversified. <laughs> Had a rough day. Yeah. It's actually had a rough half day. Yeah. I had the diversity of a 1950s newsroom in my portfolio. So, uh, yeah, Bitcoin's been taking it here on the chin a little bit. So, Rudy, was that just to me or was that on the air what you said to me? That was just to you. All right. Give give him the mic. Give him the mic. Because he's, Woj has a rumor. Woj is hanging out in studio. Woj, Woj has a rumor. There's a Woj too? bomb he wants to clear up. Just right there, Woj. <laughs> Tell him the Woj bomb that you've been hearing. Go ahead, Woj. Big crawler brand. <laughs> that'd be your. That'd be the competitive competition. <laughs> Wait a minute. Does Woj have a writer? Does he have a comedy writer? Big crawler ba- brand? brand. Is that what he just said? Clearly not. He's in there by himself. Yeah, he's in there by himself. Big crawler brand. Uh, Are you going to work for Lavar Ball? No. Okay. So no Bitcoin, no Lavar Ball, no crawfish industry. No. Um. On a serious note, fitness IG model. Well, that we know has been in the works yeah, for actually, a few years. I've been planning on doing that anyway. <laughs> I'm going to release it. a shoot anyway just because all these eyes on me. All right, listen, I'm not going to cry, and I didn't cry before, so you can all stop talking about that. Did you get a little misty, though? Because you freaked <clears> me <throat> out. I was like, we're having a good time here, but I didn't think you liked me that much. <laughs> I was like, wait, is there something else, Will? Are you repressing some feelings here? You got a little worked up in the first one. So, Rudy, were you surprised that Will got emotional? I wasn't even emotional until Will got emotional, and then I was like, wait, am I like... I'm kind of close to tearing up here a little bit. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Here's the deal. Okay, first of all, and apparently this is a one-sided feeling, but <laughs> hanging out with somebody for three hours a day is an intimate affair. It and is. not in the repressing way you just, everybody might want to take it. I don't even talk to my wife for three hours a day. I don't get to talk to my kids for three hours a day. I wish I did. I have talked to you for three hours a day over the past six to seven to eight, nine months, whatever it's been. I've spent more time with you in that short amount of time than anyone else. And I don't hold a candle to the guys like Scott Van Pelt or Danny Cannell who have spent a great amount of time with you. But what I've learned in hanging out with you for three hours a day is that I have a great amount of respect for you. And that's not just because you're good at your job and because you put work into this and you know what you're talking about. You know how to make a topic interesting. Not just that you're a real pro. It's you do something else. And I'm not going to get emotional this time I'm saying it. And this is the real rarity. There's a lot of dudes in this business that can have a microphone in front of them and say something interesting. There's not many guys in this business that can do that and share. And you have shared with me from the minute I walked in. You let me have my time. You let me have my point of view. You were interested in what I had to say. When there's a guest in the room, you wanted to hear my question most of the time. You you have treated me with respect that I can tell you is not universal. And for that, I will be always grateful. No matter where our careers go, separately, they ever come back together, I will be always grateful for the way you have been with me over the last nine months. And that has anything to do with me. That's a testament to who you are as a pro that perhaps not everybody listening knows about you. I'm really good at this. Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, I, look, I, I appreciate you saying that, but I, I think it's weird the way this thing works out. You have to have a pretty healthy ego to talk every day for a job. Okay? Damn right. You'd be like, hmm, I'm waking up today and what will everyone want to hear my thoughts on? <laughs> but that's the job. And I've been in that mindset nonstop for about 15 years. And that's a mind, unfortunately, that doesn't seem creatively it's great, but it doesn't allow me many moments of downtime because I'm just constantly thinking all the time. Right. So, um, in the beginning, 
you want to prove how smart you are, you ask really, really loaded up questions that aren't even about the answer to the questions. You trying to prove to the guest how totally. smart you are. Totally. And so you try to get that out of your game when you grow up a little bit more. And then a massive inferiority complex with Van Pelt. I'll just tell you, because he's as big a star as there is here, and I'm sitting next to him, and I think I'm just as good and can hang, and not one person in the company thinks, like, I'm Van Pelt. So I'm trying to, like, show how good I can be, and that used to have me pissed off all the time, and it wasn't anybody's fault except my own. And you just you don't figure it out until you kind of figure it out a little bit. I think one of the things I'm most grateful for are guys like Tariko that finally say, you know, one of the great skills is not talking. Mm-hmm. One of the great skills doing this is not talking. And for younger guys that are out there, girls that want to do this, women, excuse me, um, you got to you got to figure out how to do it in a way where, yeah, everybody still wants to hear what your thought is on something. That's the most important thing. Like, do you, if somebody's driving around and they go, "Who are the guys that I want to hear?" They're like a big big Monday deal, big news headline, sports headline. I want to hear what this guy has to say about it. And if it's if you're a guy that nobody wants to hear anything from then it just it doesn't work out. But you can also show everybody how great you are on the topics and also make sure that the people around you feel like they're part of it. And since I've had a rotation of people now for seven months, I had better figure that part out because everybody was going to say they wouldn't want to co-host with me. <laughs> you know, Hey, you want to work with Ryan today? Not nope. really. <laughs> I don't talk for three hours. All right, so I'm going to shut up because, more importantly, Adrian Orjnarowski, Woj is with us. I want to ask about the Anthony Davis stuff. In particular, would Davis ever actually start becoming that guy that complains and pushes his way out. The Rosillo Show on ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Comparing rates to help you save. Now that's Progressive. Call or click today and find out how much Progressive could save you. Woj next, ESPN Radio. In life, there are talkers and there are doers. Sometimes it's not hard to tell the difference. Mike Bloomberg has spent his life getting big things done. Starting his business out of a one-room office, Mike built a company with 20,000 employees, all with good pay and quality health care. Elected mayor in the aftermath of 9-11, Mike got to work helping rebuild a shaken city, creating nearly 500,000 new jobs and expanding health care for nearly 700,000 New Yorkers. Now, there's a clear choice. Do you want a debater or a doer? Someone who can fix health care, who's done it. A guy who's unafraid of tough challenges, who has a track record creating jobs, who's taken on the NRA and won. That's Mike Bloomberg, a proven leader who can unite our country and get big things done. That's who can beat Trump. That's who we need in the White House. I'm Mike Bloomberg, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Paid for by Mike Bloomberg 2020. An interesting creature inhabits the flat, arid plains of many an automobile dashboard. The bobblehead. It's most agreeable and will nod along to anything, despite having no brain function. But when the bobblehead hears how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, he'll nod even more vigorously, because he knows you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Easy, bobblehead, easy. You're going to get whiplash. Life advice. Maybe I'll just listen to you guys, uh, but it might be too late for me. Um, Triple eight, say ESPN eight eight seven two nine three seven seven six. We'll do life advice with Will Kane, who's the most thorough life advice giver. We usually only get to like two or three calls with you, but I kind of just want you to run it today because it's. I find you your your fascination with each caller is what's really amazing. Your dedication to it. Okay, before okay, I spend okay, too much okay. time with that again, life advice. Triple eight, say ESPN fifteen minutes. Adrian Orzhnarowski in studio. Hanging out. You wanted to say something, though? I did. You know, first, congrats on what's next. I'm sorry you're leaving. 
And I will just say this. I didn't know you. Uh, we, we had a lot of common friends before I started ESPN. Uh, I just respected your work, didn't know you, but uh, you were one of the people, like a lot of people, but one of the people who welcomed me in here, uh, put me on your show right away, um, and you're the best of the best. This was when, when I got here, being on your show, coming in, um, there were a few shows that meant more than, they're all great, but there were a few that were special. You're an NBA guy, you know the league, you know everybody in the league, and so I'm going to miss you. Well, thanks, man. And it was really cool because um, I we had almost no relationship other than seeing each other things. We just say hi, if that. Yeah. And then when you get the gig here, I had a lot of people in front offices of teams reach out to me and be like, you're going to love the guy. I was like, I don't know. Am I? And then I don't. So it is funny how that worked out. And then everybody that I love in front offices around the league, I said, you're right. You're right. Can, can I say one more thing? All the stuff that Kane said to you earlier, yeah. that's not what he was saying. In the other day about <laughs> that's, like, that's all right. <laughs> finally got him. <laughs> uh, the Anthony Davis piece is interesting that you did for .com because it feels like, with and, and Will's smart to point this out, there'll be times that Stephen A says something about the NBA and you go, wait a minute, are you just theorizing here? Or are you So what, it felt like you're planting a seed for maybe – Keeping an open mind about how the Anthony Davis story can go. So, so what should we expect? What are all the different versions of how this could go for him and the Pelicans? You know, I, I think what my takeaway was from the time I spent with him in New Orleans was he's starting to get his voice as a franchise player. Um, and that takes time. Uh, he, and we talked about this. He said, I haven't been anywhere else. I don't know how they do it anywhere else. Um, but, Listen, we all can look at New Orleans and say it has not been run, certainly not perfectly, not great. They're, they're um, you know, they have, uh, they haven't drafted really well. They haven't made lots of great decisions in free agency. You could make the case the Cousins trade, you know, those two have figured out how to play together and uh, they've been dominant together on the court, especially this year. And what Anthony said to me last year, and he used the word confusion, there was confusion with us. We, we just got thrown together. But over time, we figured out how to play with each other. But I think what that was the beginning of with Anthony was, I'm going to publicly now have a voice about where this is going, like lots of franchise players do. And I think it was the beginning of him, I think, putting maybe putting on notice is too strong, but maybe putting on notice the Pelicans that this thing's got to be run well. It's got to maybe be run better. We've got to improve the talent base because – I've been out of the playoffs for two years. I don't want to waste the prime of my career in a place where I'm not competing, um, not just getting into the playoffs, but but advancing in the playoffs. What has been the role of DeMarcus Cousins in Anthony Davis finding that voice? How much influence has he had on well, Davis? He talked about both Cousins and Rondo in that Rondo talked more from experience of being in Boston and watching how Garnett and Paul Pierce handled their roles as franchise guys in Boston DeMarcus was a franchise guy in Sacramento in that he was their best player. He was a max player. They didn't do any winning. It was not a model organization during his time there. Uh, but he did talk to me about those guys giving him some know, encouragement or courage is the right word, but giving him some thought about, you know, you can have a voice in, the example I used in the piece was practice time. If we have a late game, and instead of practicing at nine, maybe we practice a little later in the morning to have some opinions about that. And players, and they talk, all of them talk about going in and suggesting deals. Now, you know, typically players can go in and 
very often organizations, front offices will run names by their star player. How would you feel about this guy? And a lot of places will feel like their player, these are elite players who have a maybe a different perspective on a certain player. Um, New Orleans, it's, they don't have a lot of assets to make deals with. So yes, those guys arriving, I think have helped him or maybe pushed him a little bit to uh, have that voice, but also it's maturity and getting older. He's 24. He's almost 25. Adrian Wojnarowski in studio, Will Kane, Russell show ESPN radio. So the last piece on this Davis thing, because there's another question, something else I want to ask you about here, but if Davis, they have a bad year, maybe miss the playoffs, get bounced out early, whatever. If he were to say, okay, I need something different. I need out of here. Who's lined up? Who who can even make a deal? Because it feels like teams are going, he'll be the next disgruntled guy that I want to make sure I have assets for. Well, before I answer that, I would say that, and he emphasized this, and he has all along, and he did it again Saturday, when we last Saturday when we visited. He likes New Orleans. He, he is not. He grew up in Chicago. He grew up in a city. He doesn't feel like he's not longing for a big market. Did he say to me, yeah, I'm curious. I understand facilities might be different and you're probably on TV more. I get it, but I want to do it here. And they've done it in Oklahoma City. They've done it in San Antonio. You know, there's a blueprint for doing it here. I'm not using the excuse we're in a small market. Uh, and so he's not there. And his he's under contract to 2021. Even if presumably he said he wanted to go. He'd be under contract to be tough to do. I don't know that Anthony wants to be, I don't know that Anthony wants to put himself in that position. I think right now his focus is, I want to win here. Now, Boston, to answer your question, Boston is the team. They have, and and he uh, he mentioned last year when he read and heard about the Celtics inquiring, he went and asked his GM about it. The GM said, yeah, they've called. We're not, we're not trading yet. That's not a conversation we're going to have. But there's no question, Boston is a team with, multiple assets, you plug him in the middle of that team, and holy cow, but they're not there. Uh, Cousins free agency will be important. They you know, they need to re-sign him. You couldn't, I mean, the idea of losing him for nothing would be devastating for what they gave up for him, but there's a lot of indications there that, barring the team just really collapsing, that DeMarcus, he's been pretty happy with it. He's from Alabama. He's comfortable in the South. That, that um, they, they have, a, I think they feel, and He's been, yeah. he's been better this year. He's been better defensively. There's a real chance he'll resign. Okay, so we got that out of the way. I want to throw one theory at you here before we go away. So say the Thunder, right before the deadline, they're a middling team, which is a possibility. The defense has been great. The offense has not been. Paul George is terrific, but they're not getting any indication that they think he's going to stick around. Would Presti be looking to move him, and would Presti move him maybe to a Houston or a Cleveland, not – because he's petty, but because eh, if it kind of extra messes with Durant a little bit and I'm getting the same asset from them as I would someone else, what do you think of that theory? Uh, last question, I do not believe he would base a decision off of messing with Kevin Durant. I think he'd ba- if they did it, he would base a decision on what is the best possible return we can get for him because too much depends on it. Uh, but we'll, we'll see when they're there. Like when, Like Cleveland, you mentioned Cleveland, if you wanted to get a lottery pick for Durant or uh, Paul George. Let's say that's what you wanted. Cleveland's the unique contender who you know will be who has they have that Brooklyn pick. Would Cleveland then say getting Paul George and then maybe knowing ahead of time that he would commit if LeBron committed? Is there a way that's a pathway to get LeBron to stay? Because now Paul's not available to go to L.A. That's something, of course, Cleveland would look at. They came pretty close to it last year getting. 
Paul George. I remember standing in this building on the night before I was able to start working, and there was a we were like two hours away from, you know, I think uh, Cleveland was going to get on the phone with Paul George, and then the deal fell apart. So um, they've been down that road before. That would be a completely different because now you're talking about an asset that other teams wouldn't want to give up because they didn't think that they could re-sign him versus a team, right. like you said, where George goes, all right, LeBron's here. Yeah. Now LeBron's sticking around. Yeah, so. but but I would just emphasize, if Sam Presti is faced with that and he decides to move Paul George, he's going to move him for the best possible deal. I I just, I know, maybe if all things were equal, <laughs> maybe that would tip it over the top. <laughs> That's but, but, usually, to but usually nothing's ever equal, and, no. and he'll, he'll do the best deal if if he does a deal. Thanks for everything you said, man. Thanks. I'll Thanks be keeping in you. touch. All right. Thank All right. you, man. It's Woj. Life advice. Triple eight say ESPN. One hundred flowers.com Twitter feed at Rosillo Show with Will Kane, ESPN Radio. I got that electricity charge inside. Energy like the lightning strike. Take one spark and I will ignite. Never stopping, I won't stand by. Now that Human Resources Director Ryan Lee has Kronos for HR, payroll, talent, and time, he's really on top of his game. He even has his own hype song. I'm the best beyond belief. I got strength and got the speed. Entire workforce, complete with different hours, skill sets, and pay grades. No, nobody catching up. They're not fast or strong enough. I got that electricity charging. Take one spot, yeah. I'm attracting and engaging the best people every step of the way. Never stopping, I won't stand by. Kronos, HR solutions for the modern workforce and the people who support them. Learn more at Kronos.com slash HR Swagger. Never stopping, I won't stand by. I would just walk in and go, what's the plan, bro? Why are you sleeping until 1? We need to start stripping it back down to the base. It's your life and our advice. Let me fix your life, not just your back porch. Oh, look at this. Pee Wee in Louisiana has found time in his busy billionaire crawfish schedule right. to call in. Why would he need advice from us? He's done so well. Pee Wee Robichaux. What's going on, man? Pee-wee. It's Pee-wee, man. It's Pee-wee. Hey, I got a problem. It's, okay, that's what I'm saying. in love with my best friend and business partner, sister, right? And I, I, I think I'm in love with her, but every time I look at her face, she looks too much like her brother, Fluffy, and I get it ruins the mood. What do I do? Fluffy? <laughs> Pee-wee, your business partner's name is Fluffy? Yeah. Pee-wee, you're worth, you said, what, $3.2 billion? with the What's that? You said you were worth three point two billion earlier this week when you called in. We were soliciting calls from billionaires. Yeah, my, maybe a little more, a little less. You know, who yeah, knows? give or take. You know, there's there's, there's comma, commas are confusing. <laughs> that sounds like a lot to risk for your partner's sister, who looks like a dude. Well, she doesn't look like a dude. When I look in her eyes, I just you know, we've been best friends our whole life, and every time I look in her eyes, I just I see fluffy, and it it's it really ruins the mood. I think there's some deep psychological stuff going on there, Pee-wee. I think you and Fluffy need to talk this out. Don't risk it. You're you're sitting. You're the kingpin of a three point two billion dollar crawfish empire. Don't risk it. Would be my advice. Let's go to Wes in Iowa. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, Ryan, I want your recommendation for a new show to listen to because obviously my favorite guy is going away, and then. 
I'm spending all weekend long with my girlfriend's family, but I obviously want to watch hoops Christmas Day, and I have a five-hour drive. So what's an appropriate time to, to ditch the, the family and drive back home and watch hoops? Hmm. Listen to Will Kane 3 to 6 every day right here. <laughs> yeah, I had to say that. Well, come on. Yeah. What do you think? You probably had to deal with this back in the day. I, don't I always much had a, Christmas Day traveling. I always had a great excuse because I worked. On Christmas Day? Well, I, there was five games on, and a lot of times I'd be back here the 26th. So, Oh, man, I that's could, a hard thing to explain, by the way. I know the situation he's talking about where, like, hey, look, I know it's Sunday and I'm watching football, but I have to watch football. We can't schedule things during this time period. This is work. Saturday, same thing, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Wes has that. Wes could say he's launching a podcast. <laughs> I'm launching an NBA-based podcast, and that's my I don't think there's any workaround, Wes. Five hours. How do you, how do you work around a five-hour drive? You don't. Yeah, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to make a decision which game means the most, and I would get in the car and listen to ESPN radio. And But that's like, I, you know, it's Christmas, man. DVR it. More often than not, I tell you to watch it live as a company guy. But, you know, it's Christmas. Be happy you're around a family and somebody likes you. Ben in Philly. Hey, Ryan. Uh, long hey, time. And just want to say, I'm devastated with the news that you're leaving, man. Uh, but I wish you nothing but the best. You're an inspiration. Had a lot of good years listening to you. Anyway, I'm in the Mummers Parade every year, and usually I have a great time, usually hook up with a couple girls randomly. This year I've been kind of seeing a girl once a week for a few months now. She's going to be at the Mummers. How do I avoid problems? <laughs> what what parade is that? The Mummers? What is the Mummers Parade? I guess it's going to be a local thing, right? Philly? Yeah, it's a big Philly parade. January 1st. It's a huge thing. I want to go. I know. I'm Googling it right now. That thing must go hard in Philadelphia. Uh, well, you get a decision to make, man. Mummer's, Mummer's tradition or this new girl? Right. Old ways or new ways? I think I think Ben already made a decision. I think he knows as well. I think we <laughs> yeah. all know what you're going to do, Ben. That was some thick Philly accent. It threw me off. Yeah. That was good. Wow. Let's go to James in Orange County. Hey, guys. How you doing? Great. Will, just quick question. So I've been married for about four months now. Um, I pretty much have given my wife everything she's ever wanted in the last four months, even though it's an apartment, but a brand-new car, got her the bigger ring, got her Louis Vuitton guest for a Hawaii uh, a honeymoon. Now she wants to move, break our lease to a brand new place because she always goes looking at new things every different week. Do I do it? No. No, man. You don't do the keeping up with the Joneses because that'll never end. It's always going to be the next thing. Always got to be the next couple you got to keep up with. Break that cycle now. I have nothing to add to that. I love that advice. Let's go to Jason in Texas. Hey, yeah, so my boss every day, she's got a hot plate and she cooks hard-boiled eggs and eats tuna in the break room. It just stinks, not to mention her breath is terrible. Um, I've got to work in pretty close quarters with her. Can I call her out on this? Where do you work? The shipping yard? No, I work at a bank. I'm not going to tell you which one, but I work Wait, at a bank. She, like a bank and she's got a hot plate going? <laughs> we have a pretty nice break room. Is it nice with a hot plate? <laughs> <laughs> she brought it from home. <laughs> uh, she is your boss. Uh, well, I mean, that you know, like people love tuna, good protein. But will you eat a tuna sub before you go on first take? 
you've seen me do this, man. I'll go take the Listerine. I'll show up in there less, like I just came from the dentist. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. If I have something a little funky, I got Listerine in my office. Yep. How uh, much higher is she than you? I can't remember your She's name. One position above me. One position. Oh, so you'll be just my branch manager. By. Yeah. Well, do you want to do this long term? Um, yes, I do, but maybe not necessarily at this branch. Can I request a transfer? Yeah, I would request. I and when they ask, yeah. tell them. Tuna and tell Harbor real reason? Yeah, it's wait. so specific. I think you'll probably get the transfer. Like a hot plate. <laughs> they think- may... They maybe could bring a building inspector in there. Make maybe sure you write it on street a, legal. What if you write it on a piece of paper and post it in the lunchroom, just anonymously? You <laughs> do that. not do this. <laughs> you saw that in the office. I love that idea. That's we need, exactly what I'm going to do. Perfect, Will you tweet us a perfect. picture of it? Yeah, yeah, do it <laughs> at Will Kane Show. <laughs> Oscar in California, last one. What's up, man? Hi, Ryan. Huge fan. Uh, I'm studying sports broadcasting at Marist. Uh, what what advice do you have for me? Getting into the business. This is so good. I want to sit back and listen to. Thank you, Oscar. Um, well, Oscar, do you like money? Because you're not going to see much of it until later. Hey, right. if you need an intern for any upcoming jobs, Ryan, hit me up. Co-host, I'm going to need a job, so I, I don't. I'm going to. I want to be somebody else's assistant. Uh I, you know, this is this is it. If you have to do this, if you have to do this, and when I started, I had to do this. This is what I had to do. Then it'll be fine. You'll find something. I don't know if it'll be this. I wasn't sure that I was ever going to get to this point. But there's also something awesome about, like, sometimes I look at the local dudes. I look at, like, Waddle and Sylvie in Chicago. Waddle played for the Bears. Sylvie, who's just obsessed with Chicago sports, and those guys are the guys in Chicago. And I look at that and go, that must be awesome. That mm-hmm. must be kind of awesome. So you don't have to be at ESPN. Uh, I love the fact that I ended up working in a place that I worshipped as a kid when I grew up. I mean, I can't believe when I got in Sports Center, I was kind of like, man, I actually am on Sports Center. But what I'm saying is, you have to find out what's going to make you. What can you do that will make you happy in sports? Like, answer those questions first, because money isn't going to happen until later. You're going to have to find a wife if she's cool and supportive with that, and she understands it. Maybe parents that are supportive. Uh, and I was lucky to have a dad that that helped me live out my dream. So. Uh, if it wasn't for that, none of this stuff would happen because I needed I needed a little help there in the first year or two. And then stick it out. Yeah, and then just ride it out. I mean, you know. Highs, lows, yeses and nos, yeah, the whole way. The whole, it's going to be, it's not easy. And that's why when somebody comes up to you and goes, oh, you're so lucky. And you go, well, some of it's luck, but some of it's probably just being stupid and relentless too. Okay, uh, Will Kane almost cried at the end of the show. <laughs> or the beginning of the show, excuse me. That's how we'll close it out, ESPN Radio. And now another edition of Obvious News from Geico. Experts now say that wearing more clothes in the winter will, in fact, help you be warmer. We asked cold victim Trent Patterson about this, and here's what he said. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. I I was a little cold, put on a sweater, then wasn't cold. I was like, what? Also in obvious news, Geico makes it easy to save money and easy to reach them with licensed agents available around the clock. So switching is a really smart decision. That's obvious news from Geico. Previously on the Ryan Rossello Show. I was super pumped about the idea of hanging out with you every day and doing Rossello and Kane because I've enjoyed every moment sitting next to you over the last several months. And I can't speak for Scott and I can't speak for Danny and all the guys that have sat next to you like Adnan or Vilma. But for me, sitting next to you was one of the most pleasant surprises of my career. Not just because we're kind of, I don't know, the same dude and kind of boys and, and that kind of stuff. 
but because I have a ton of respect for you. You do the work, you work hard, you know what you're talking about, but more than that, you respect people, I would say most often, <laughs> that sit across from you. And you bought, brought out some of the best in me, and I don't think that's about unique to me. I'm sure Scott would say the same thing. I'm sure Danny would say the same thing, and that's a testament to how good you are at this. Because being good at this is not just about how good you are with a microphone in front of your mouth, but how you good how good you are with other people. So I gotta be honest, I'm I'm yeah, I am excited to be doing this. I don't know that I'm any more excited than it would have been if it had been you and me together. So I'm bummed that you're leaving. I'm gonna have fun. My voice is gonna stop cracking in a minute. <laughs> hey man, like look, I This is the guy that yells at Stephen A acting like a wuss right now. <laughs> about to get emotional. I'm about to. I'm about to happen again. Are you? I didn't know that you were this emotional. I'm I, not. It's not. It's just like there's dust. It's a lot of construction. <laughs> that was. I, I, I. There's nothing I really say other than how much you appreciate you watching somebody else. You know, I'm almost now getting to the point where I'm. I'm embarrassed. My buddies from Boston are calling. Really close friends asking about is this really my last week? And thanks for listening these last eight and a half years because they're calling while I'm still on the air. <laughs> Let Hal know the show goes till four Eastern. You I'm had something Hal. else? I met Hal. That's right. You did like Hal. Um, I was going to tell you this. I was reading yesterday. I was walking through the hallways and somebody's like, "Hey, congratulations on you know most improved." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, you know." There's this Richard Dice, a sports media critic, a real charmer in the industry. Puts out a list by the end of every year and gives people superlatives and awards. And the list for most improved was kind of long, but you might be surprised and happy to learn that after eight, how, a dozen years of doing this, you were also on the most improved list. Now, it was submitted by listeners, but the thing that I really took away from it, you know, there's Will Kane, there's Who a couple other looking? guys. They didn't do best looking. Oh. But when it got to your name, it said Rosillo. Not Ryan Rosillo, Rosillo. And that's when I thought, he is to Madonna stage. I love that. <laughs> he is. He is Cher. He is Madonna. <laughs> he is Rosillo. <laughs> uh, well, that that was nice to. I, you know, the funny thing is, is I think this is the best I've ever been. Yeah. So, Rudy, I think uh, I think the last few months have been a lot of fun, and it's been it's been really awesome. And I think you're right. I think will some of that. I think just kind of like not caring anymore about a lot of stuff. Has been some of that too, but <laughs> yeah, I would you know, agree. There, there's something to be said if you're going to be on air, and then there's just sort of this. <sighs> let's just do it. Yeah, like, relax. Let's have fun every day, and definitely this week, every morning we started the show. I go, hey, yeah. let's just make sure we're having fun. Let's make sure we're having fun, and you know, I wish I'd. There'd be times where I'm like, I wish I had always had fun that way. It would have been great if Suri just answered that. Be like, are you are you kidding? 2013. <laughs> Average at best. Yeah, that's when you were your best. All right, Listen, so, man, you've got two shows with Adam. you got a show with Adam, a show with Vilma. Thank you for my shows with you. Thank you. And Will Kane every day, 3 to 6 Eastern, that's starting at the beginning of the next year. Tomorrow, Daryl Morey, Steve Young, and Tariko and Adnan. It's going to be nuts.